And hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of our Uxbridge High School Spartan Podcast. I'm Mike Rubin, your high school principal, and uh, thanks for taking a, taking a couple minutes to listen to this one. Um, we're in the first week of June, and that means we are nearing the home stretch. That's right, folks. Uh, our final assignments are actually, uh, for the regular school year, are done this Friday, June 5th, will be the day that they are they are due, and our uh, period for final exams, which we would have had, would have started next week. So we are, in fact, um, using that time for makeup work, for engaging students who may be struggling or who have some things that they're on the bubble from uh, remote learning to uh, uh, to, to finalize their, their school years to make sure that we are doing our part to hold as many students uh, harmless as possible. And uh, so it has been a very long ride and we know that uh, for a good chunk of our students, this has been incredibly challenging. And for all of you families out there who've done your part to help keep our students uh, motivated and completing their work over these last very difficult uh, two and a half to three months, we certainly appreciate it. It has not been easy and we're not trying to think it is. And you know, um, it just seems like 2020 has been one of those years that has just not been easy. And, um, you know, uh, it was it was Friday, uh, Sunday, I'm sorry, where I <clears throat> really rose, uh, rode, <clears throat> excuse me, I really rode just, uh, you know, an incredible, incredible slew of emotions. Um, you know, the parade that we had in our community uh, on Sunday afternoon for the class of 2020 was just simply awesome. And, you know, I'm so happy to have seen so many of our colleagues from Taft and Whiten and so many folks uh, from Uxbridge High School on the campus and parents and friends and family members of the graduates that gathered along the route and the support of our public safety partners to make it happy uh, happen. And uh, just uh, just the unbridled joy that we saw from uh, from our graduates as they drove through town. I don't even know if they expected uh, quite the assemblage of people that we had. It, it really, really was awesome. And so to those of you who are out there celebrating with us, um, you know, it, it just was it was just awesome. And I was at the front of the parade. I didn't really get a chance to see all of the graduates come through until we got to Uxbridge High School. And um, gosh, if if the uh, the raw emotion that we saw at the very end of the parade was kind of erupting in a crescendo of, of energy, uh, by that point, I can only imagine what some of those loud city blocks were, or town blocks, as it were, um, for the folks all over town. Uh, just thank you. And you know, I think what made it difficult was, you know, then there was this this awkward silence, and um, it was the first time for for us as a faculty that many of us were in the same place, and I think that contributed to uh, you know some of the emotions we were feeling. And then I went home on uh, on Sunday night, and I was I put my children to bed, and I watched uh, the news, and I I watched uh, I was watching WCVB, I was watching Channel Five, and watching in real time as my home i grew up not far from the boston city limits um and i just watched everything sort of descend into chaos and um it's been a, a difficult week um it's been a difficult week regardless of your political tidings regardless of your 
uh, skin tone. It's been more difficult for some than others. And um, I, I can't begin to explain the feelings that I had. Um, and and I, I've been really trying as a, as a, as an educator uh, to help listen and listen to those who've been expressing to me their, their concerns and their, their sadness and their, their, uh, their feelings, uh, th- that are intense on, on all sides. And that happens, uh, when you're in a position like being a high school principal or, um, you know, as it were, I have, I have friends from, you know, all different walks of life across the last 20 years, uh, since I, I got out of college and, um, you know, that the, the same joy that I felt, uh, as those seniors pulled away from Uxbridge high school on Sunday afternoon was, completely neutralized by an equally strong sadness and i'm sad for a lot of reasons i shared this in my thoughts i'm i'm uh, with the the community this week in my weekly news uh, i'm sad that there are people in this world who are anxious about their very being and what could happen when they walk down the street in 2020 because of their skin color um i'm sad because there are good members of law enforcement um, who have been ridiculed and harassed and attacked this week. I'm sad that there are students who cannot possibly understand what people in the cities are dealing with. Our, our students, this is, this is hard, as they've shared with me, this is hard for them to comprehend because we are very sheltered out in, uh, in a town like Uxbridge or you know, where I live. Um, I'm sad for the business owners who saw their livelihoods shattered, literally, um, by, by people. And they've already people, these are people who've already, excuse me, lost my train of thought there. These are already people who have lost so much in this pandemic. These are businesses that have been closed that now have to try and rebuild and rebuild with so much uncertainty. And the only thing they were guilty of was having a storefront on the wrong street at the wrong time. And you know, that, that, that just, I I cannot fathom their, their pain. Um, I'm sad for our students and we have students who feel maligned and who have been marginalized. Um, and I, and I do that because it runs. So I feel that way because it runs so counter, uh, to the core values of, of equity that, that I, you know, believe very strongly in. Um, and there are those who feel on the, on the fringe and that's not just students of color. Uh, that's, that's lots of different students. And, and I feel sad with and for them. Um, I'm sad that there are former students out there that I didn't reach, um, our educators didn't reach, who harbor hateful thoughts towards other people for whatever reason. Um, and I'm, I'm sad that our staff who has reached out and said, what can we do? And you know, ordinarily we'd be doing something in a classroom and, and we can't do that. It is, we're, we're remote, we can't see uh, the different emotions that walk into our room and, and to try and do so online or virtually is so very artificial and i'm I'm sad with my friends uh and for my friends who are legitimately angry um and and most of all uh, i'm sad because people are some people are just ambivalent about it all Um, they're ambivalent about the pandemic they're ambivalent about the uh the 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 sudden turn that uh has erupted this last week um they, or they're tone deaf to it and are or would be happier just to to shut their eyes and and pretend that none of this is really happening um 
And, you know, silence is not good. Neutrality is not good. I, I would far prefer that someone have an opinion. Um, and I am not sitting here and saying that everybody is right or wrong or one side is right or wrong, but I am saying that I am, I am sad. And I am saying that I really hope um, for a better tomorrow. And I really want this community to know that we'll continue to encourage our students to have dialogue and to have their opinions and to exercise their right to think and feel what they want and how they want to, so long as it doesn't come at the expense of another human being's humanity. And I, I say that because I am so very proud to be principal of a place where people have reached out. Um, we're, we're not, not talking about one student. I'm talking about multiple people have reached out. Um, and that the sadness that we are feeling by seeing the discontent from afar could really lead to some, some local humanity and action as we all cling for a better tomorrow. Um, we want a better world for all of us. Um, I make that commitment for all of us. I make that pledge to, to validate however you may be feeling out there. Uh, for all of us. And I got into this work to make a better world for everyone. Um, and I, and I sincerely mean that. And that has been really the message. I hope that people have heard from me when they've reached out and that we can continue uh, to do our best to make Oxbridge, Oxbridge high school, our classrooms, our community, uh, every bit as inclusive and supportive for any human being that gets to call our school home and uh, be part of our family. And I, I sincerely mean that. I, um, it's been a difficult, difficult few days. So I, I, again, say thank you to our staff and to our students and to members of the community who have reached out. And uh, there are no easy solutions, that's for sure. And we are but a small place. Um, but it is so very, very important that we acknowledge uh, all that is going on right now and do our best to to build for a better tomorrow. Um, I hinted a little bit at this uh, in the past couple of weeks, um, speaking of a better tomorrow. Um, and I think this is a, a really, uh, you know, obvious uh, segue, to be honest, is uh, I mentioned the pandemic and being um, pretty, uh, I would say, vigilant with respect to it. Um, we are in the process of starting our re-entry plans. We are hoping to have the building reopened in a few short weeks, uh, hopefully by the end of June, in fact. Um, we've had our office staff already starting to work back into the building, and uh, we would like to be able to have more regular hours during the summer. That being said, the fall leaves itself very uncertain. Um, we, we know when we left on March 13th, we had 600 students in that building, uh, 592 to be exact. And we had a handful of, uh, we had, you know, what, another 90 or so or 75 or so staff members. Uh, we had a handful of folks that come in every day or so as, as vendors and, um, or, uh, maintenance or contract workers or what, what have you. And, um, we, we now certainly have the very dubious challenge 
of re- uh, reopening that school for the fall, not knowing what is ahead of us. The commissioner has indicated that there will be guidelines forthcoming. It seems like we're a broken record with that. Uh, we are constantly waiting on guidance from the department and from the commissioner. Uh, we're we're heartened a little bit by the fact that they did come out with some guidelines, uh, did DPH for summer programs and camps and, and the like. Um, we don't necessarily fall into that. We, we will be getting that information ideally in the next week or so, and then we'll be able to start planning more in earnest. But we can't do that alone. I, I know for me, there are a lot of blind spots I don't have. And so we really want to enlist the support of, in our level at least, students and families as well as staff. And we will be having a committee to uh, a reopening task force, if you will, uh, that will help look at our procedures to make sure we we do things right. Uh, that we will be sending out a survey on that. It's basically a form to sign up. I want to keep the 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 committee manageable. Um, I'm sure there are some folks out there that uh, have very strong feelings on the matter and maybe don't want to commit to uh, a bunch of meetings. So we'll, we'll certainly enlist your feedback as well. But, you know, I want the, the things to be manageable. And the reality is uh, a committee of 50, if that's how many people we have, is, is not really a committee. That becomes a little unwieldy even for me. So we will do our best to make it be a representative group across different grade levels and people who uh, explain, uh, you know, certainly some different concerns that can be brought to the table. Uh, we, we do want to do it right. Uh, there is no way to do this wrong. So we, uh, we want to do it right. We have some time to plan and we'll get those guidelines soon. Uh, In the meantime, we do have to close out this school year. Grades are in the process of, as we said, being closed out over these next couple of weeks. We do hope that students uh, have taken the opportunity to take care of everything they've had to during remote learning uh, so they can earn credit for the quarter and move along in their studies. Uh, As we move ahead, you know, they earn credit for the quarter, they earn credit for their classes, and then we can get in the planning of the academic side. Um, we do have materials that need to be picked up or dropped off. So for seniors, uh, class of 2020, we'll be doing our pickup on June 9th between 9 and 12. And uh, I'll read this out because uh, it's a little different for each of the grades. Um, so for the seniors on the 9th, uh, between 9 and 9.45, students with last names A through E. From 9.45 to 10.30, it's students with last names F through K. L through P last names will be 1030 through 1115 and then the end of the alphabet Q through Z 1115 to 12. If there's, uh, you know, yearbooks to be picked up, iPads to be dropped off, any books, calculators, uniforms, things that are left that uh, have been notified to students that they have as an obligation. We did email them this week. Uh, that there were uh, some obligations remaining out there. Those will have to be picked up before we will distribute anything that day, which includes cap and gown and and everything else. So as people pull up, hold up a they'll hold up a piece of paper. They'll indicate uh, their last name. Their their name will be radioed. They'll pull up to the front door. Anything that's in the building that is being distributed to them, caps and gowns for seniors, uh, yearbooks. Uh, awards medals scholarships that will all be brought out to the school from the school and um anything that you have to give us will be handed to us be pretty contactless um we'll have one person receiving one person handing out you'll pop the trunk open the back door whatever it may be and off we'll go same procedure for the underclassmen grades eight and nine will do their their uh exchange of materials on monday june 16th and grades 10 and 11 on Tuesday, June 17th. 
Uh, here are the time windows for both days. And again, eight and nine is Monday. 10 and 11 is Tuesday, the 16th and 17th. A through D will be from eight to nine. E through I will be nine to 10. J through M, 10 to 11. N through Q, 11 through 12, and R through Z from 12 to one. If you have students in multiple grades, you only have to come once, we will work it out for you. Uh, we are doing our best to try and make this as smooth as possible. So uh, if you show up and you're like looking for something that might've been in a, like a gym locker and it doesn't have your name on it and you wanna go in and look for it, we will have to uh, take a peek and see what we have as a general lost and found. Um, you know, there were some things that were that were just left and they weren't left in someone's locker. They weren't left with a name on it. That, that could become a little bit complicated, but we'll do the best we can, uh, obviously, with with uh, the circumstances. We won't throw anything out or donate anything until we've had an opportunity to even if we email out to the community pictures of what we have as missing. So that is about it for us this week. Um, just as one final note, we will host a town hall meeting on Monday night, seven o'clock. That would be June the 8th, at which time we'll share all of the, uh, this sort of information and uh, be available to answer any questions you have. And, uh, you know, for me to all of you out there, um, I really do appreciate you tuning in. I, I hope that you have a great rest of your week. Um, you know, most importantly, be safe, be healthy, stay positive, take care of your neighbors, take care of each other as we enter this home stretch of what has been a very, very strange school year. We thank you very much for tuning in. I'm Mike Rubin, Uxbridge High School principal. Have a great night, everybody. Be well. <laughs>